Let's see what this thing can do. Let's turn it up. Let's kick it out. All right, let's get it moving. voice just cracked. Good morning, everybody. It's, this is Quimby. I'm Alex. It's December 1st, 2018. Hello. Welcome to December, everybody with me. Welcome to December. I can't believe it's already December. Uh, And it's already a December to remember. It's, uh, it's 521 in the morning. And it's a Saturday, which is neat. Um, I don't know why it's neat. I don't know why weekends mean anything. Um, it's it's all the same. Weekends, I'll tell you what weekends used to mean to me. They used to mean, I'm talking like a long time ago when I was like in my 20s. W- uh, weekends mean um, sleeping in. Weekends mean watching a movie, maybe even a Netflix delivery, a DVD that was delivered in the paper sleeve, touched by how many hands I don't know, but you pop it in and you just sit back and watch it. That that was a weekend. And then maybe going out. Hopefully you've gone out Friday night and Saturday night and uh, and did it up. Um, and then you're recuperating the next day in the morning. Um, maybe you're going to brunch. I don't know why anyone goes to brunch. I swear, I swear to fuck. I don't know what fuck is and I don't know how to swear to it, but I just, I guess that's a, that's a double whammy if you swear and then you say fuck after. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't understand people who go to brunch. I don't understand why anyone would want to spend any time, let alone, quote-unquote, their precious weekend time, going and standing in line outside sometimes. Mind you, this is Portland, so it's probably raining or cold, which I don't mind the cold. It's actually a really beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful like few days. It's going to be nice, like winter, cold, sunny, love it. But why would you go in the morning on your precious weekend and stand in line for God knows how long, waiting for a fucking table at a place to get a fucking egg salad or Benedict or whatever whatever you eat in the breakfast, whatever they make that's so special um, that you can probably get somewhere else and not have to fucking wait in line. I don't understand why people do that. Um, it's not, payoff is not worth it. It's not worth it, the cost. The sunk cost of standing and waiting and then probably spending, you know, more money than you would normally spend on a on a breakfast just because this is the cool hotspot and you want to, like, say that you've eaten there. Um, I don't know. I'm not a super foodie, so I don't get that shit. Um, I don't. Uh, to me, <clears throat> I've been thinking of, like, food as just something that you're not going to die if you eat it. 
Like, I need to eat something so I don't die. What is the thing that's going to hopefully make me not die as quickly that I can put in my body to keep myself moving? And so I tend to be a creature of habit. Um, and I will, I will eat the same things every single day. Um, only because I guess I like the routine of it, of like making like just making the same thing. I, I enjoy eating it. I kind of look forward to it and I'll get into these little, these little, uh, meals that I'll prepare. And, uh, I can sometimes go weeks eating literally the same thing. And it's kind of helpful. I find that it takes my, it takes the pressure off deciding what you're going to eat. Oh, where are we going to go for lunch? What, gosh, what am I going to make today? What do I feel like eating? Like all those questions are just, they're, they're not even there. Like I, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to cook this chicken breast. I'm cooking this broccoli and, uh, and that's it. Um, and that's so easy. It just, just, just takes it off your plate. So many other things to think about and so many other curveballs that your day is going to throw you an email from a random person you didn't expect uh, that kind of throws you off your game or a phone call or oh my god my laptop's not working or why can't I why can't I access this website what's my password and like there are so many little detours you're going to take throughout your day that are going to like kind of nudge you off course a little bit so why not just have your meals not be one of those things where you have to devote zero time all you get to all you have to do is just cook it maybe or hopefully you've, you've meal planned and you've cooked before when you had free time, but um, you just, you're just going to eat it. That's it. That's all you have to do. All, all you have to think about is getting a food in your mouth, in your belly. That's it. Um, and then maybe there are some curveballs within that process. Like, oh my gosh, where's my favorite fork? I can't find it. Oh shit. Oh, there it is. It's stuck in the drain. Um, where is my favorite cup? Do you guys have a favorite cup? I have a cup that I drink coffee with uh, every morning, and it's the same cup. And and I love this cup. It's big. I like big coffee mugs. I don't like small coffee cups. I'm going to take a sip real quick. Um, I like big coffee cups. It's not... Who's the guy at the FCC right now? Agit Pie or something? Um, I, I don't know if I'm saying his name properly. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head. Um, forgive me if I mispronounce it, but I've seen pictures of him with just this massive mug. Um, and my mug is not that big. Uh, it's just a nice looking mug. It's, uh, it's a Pendleton mug. There's a, there's a, a, a wool company. I think they exist. I think they're originated here in Oregon. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. Don't hold me to anything in this podcast. Seriously. Um, I'm going to throw out facts and uh, don't even bother to research them. Unless I specifically say I know I because I read or I'll quote something. If I fucking, if I'm trying to make a point in this podcast, um, hopefully I will have done my research and I will quote what the fuck I'm talking about so you, you guys can research it too to verify that, um, at least just verify where I got the information. Um because other than that, just this is just a conversation. This is just two two people, me and you, 
having a one-sided conversation where you can't talk back to me and I can't hear what you're saying, but I'm just talking to you. Um, so it's not really a conversation. Um, anyways, back to the mug. It's a Pendleton mug. And Pendleton is, um, they're a wool, I think a wool company. And they do like textiles and wools and weavings and all that kind of stuff. And they make like flannels and blankets and all kinds of beautiful things um, with a specific kind of pattern, a plaidish pattern. Um, different, it's not just the same plaid pattern. It's like multiple plaid patterns. But the mug is, is that. It's like a, a brownish mug with tan on the inside which actually I think goes well with the look of the coffee with a little cream in it. It kind of blends together. It's very nice. And uh, and then it's got a like a beautiful, it's got a beautiful wool, woolish looking, um, sorry, I meant plaid, plaidish texture. Um, and it's really nice. And there are a couple cracks in it from just from use. Um, and... It's the same mug that I drink coffee with every day. I like the way it feels. I don't have to think about it. It's just, that's my mug, and that's where I drink coffee out of, and let's move on. And that's how I feel about a lot of culinary things. I'm just going to eat this real quick. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. What else What else do we have to do today? Um, so the idea of sleeping in just sounds really, really good. Um, I mean, it kind of does. I, the idea of it does, and, and I miss the ability to do so because at present that ability does not exist. Um, I think I mentioned this before in a podcast, but I, uh, we have two kids, um, maybe I'll say their ages. Uh, one of them just turned five. Our daughter turned five uh, a couple weeks ago. And our son is uh, gonna be three soon. So, uh, so these kids, um, they just get up. Especially the three-year-old. He uh, he gets up earlier. Um, thank God the older one sleeps in a little later till like seven, seven thirty. But the younger one gets up sometimes between anywhere between five thirty and and seven. Uh, 7.30, he's, he's ranges between there, and it's a crapshoot, so um, when he gets up, you're up, and, uh, and there's no, there's really no sleeping in, um, but I feel like we're, we're getting to the point in terms of like having your own, as a parent, having your own, slowly starting to have your own independence back, um, which you don't have, at least, I can't speak for you, I can only speak for me, but uh, we, we, I felt like maybe I'll just speak for me. I felt I didn't have for the longest time, but I feel like that, that is starting to open up now that the kids are getting older. Um, and, and there's a little bit of relief in that. It's like not as intense. And what I mean is like, you know, when you have a baby, um, that requires your attention almost 24 hours a day. And, and the thing that makes it difficult is that you just you just don't know when that those twenty four hours are going to be. You don't get to control that. You're it's out of your hands. You have no control over when you're going to be needed and when you're not needed. And the only times you're not needed is when the baby's sleeping, um, and that sometimes doesn't last, especially when when it's a newborn. Doesn't last for for long stretches. So, you you are 
you just have no idea what's going to happen and you can't control it. You can't, you know, you can't make the baby sleep all the time. You can't make the baby, you, you don't get to control when those things are happening. Um, and people always say, you know, you sleep when the baby sleeps. Um, and that's great advice because if you're awake and the baby's sleeping, um, you're going to get tired at some point and then the baby's going to be awake and you won't be able to get to sleep. It's very, it's hard. Um, it's very difficult. Um, I mean, it's not like, I'm sure there are harder things in the world. I don't want to, you know, discount suffering and stuff like that. This is not like that. Um, it's just, it just gets tough, you know, and when, and when you, you have lack of sleep, you know, your judgment kind of goes out the window and, and emotionally you're, you're a little more compromised. So you're a little more on edge. It's, it's, it's a bundle of craziness. And how crazy is that, that, um, probably one of the life's experiences that demands the, probably the most of you for an extended period of time with essentially not a lot of relief. Um, you, um, you have to deal with it and face it with uh, a lack of sleep. That's crazy. And then, and that's, that's kind of in a weird way. It's funny, um, that life would just do that to you that way. Um, uh, so going back to sleeping and I don't know why I'm going back to that. I think it's cause I'm feeling a little sluggish this morning. Um, and I've got news. I, um, so I've been recording this podcast for the past five days. Uh, I think I started on November 26th, which was Monday. And, um, and I just kind of did it as a test. Uh, it's been something I've been thinking about wanting to do. I don't know why I just have thought, Oh, it might be fun to just talk into a microphone at five in the morning. Um, and you know what it is, it, it feels good. Like personally, it, there's something therapeutic about it. I like it. Um, so yesterday I decided to make this officially a thing and I posted all five episodes on the same time yesterday. Um, and submitted it to uh, the various podcasting distribution networks. And I think I'm going to make this a thing. I think I'm going to do this. So if you are by chance listening to this for the first time, uh, yay. Yay. Thanks. And you're in luck uh, because um, whether anyone is asking for this or not, I'm going to keep doing it. And because uh, I really like it. It's kind of fun. And there's something really nice about doing something every day. And I'm going to try to do this every day, every morning, as much as I can. For, for what, if, if, if there's a reason, man, my mind is slow this morning. Um, I'm going to try, I'll try to do this every day and make this a thing that I just do every single day um, and get the habit going uh, because I really like it. And it feels good setting a goal and, and accomplishing it first thing in the morning. Like, I'm going to do this podcast. This is what I do. I'm going to do it every morning at five in the morning. I'm going to do it and get it out and move on. Um, it feels really good to do that, to start your day with something that you've you accomplished already. And people say, I heard someone say this. I think it was Laird Hamilton, the surfer, the surfing guy. And like, you know, he's a pretty cool dude. Seems pretty cool. Um, he said something in an interview about uh, why people in, and maybe maybe someone can verify this, 
if you're in the military, but someone in the military said, why do, why do people, why do they start their day uh, making their bed first thing in the morning? Um, because it's, it's task accomplishment. You're starting your day having already achieved something. You, you did that. Done. And that sense of accomplishment carries you forward for the rest of the day and, and informs your actions and, and your, your drive and your ability to kind of get things done. And I totally believe that. That makes a, uh, so much sense. I mean, once I heard that, like, oh, my God, yes. It's not about, um, I mean, it is about making your, your, your bed look nice, I'm sure. But it's more about setting the tone for the rest of the day. And if you do that, that will inform and drive the rest of your day. And I found the same thing is true with this podcast. I, I, I'm throwing myself out of bed. I'm going to my office early in the morning, um, which I would kind of do anyways. Um, but this time I'm actually doing something. Like before I would just go and work. And work is like, um, there are longer term things being accomplished with work. It's not just something I do a day and, and there I'm done. Like, there's something nice about having a job where you, you go and you do your work, you get it done, and you, you move on with the rest of your day. I, I like that. But coming here and doing this podcast has, it's honestly made me feel energized. Um, not only do I get to just talk about things that I'm talking about to myself anyways, which I, I enjoy, I like it, it's fun, um, but I'm actually doing something and getting something accomplished first thing in the day. And I felt since I've been doing this podcast, um, a, a sense of accomplishment and like, and, you know, getting stuff done. That's, that's carried me through the day. I'm a little more energized. I have a little more energy. I'm a little more excited about things. It's crazy. It's just, it's weird. Um, and I think I'm going to ride that out and see, see how long I can do this. So if you're listening and you like it so far, yay! Um, thanks, and uh, and you and you know what? It's it's your it's your birthday today because I'm gonna keep doing this. So you're welcome. Um, Netflix, yeah. How how novel was that? When you would you would click online and get a DVD sent to you within a couple of days. Um, was it just a couple of days or was it longer? I don't remember the time frame. But I remember thinking how amazing that was then. Like you could rent a movie and it would come to your doorstep and you could be assured that you would get what you, would, what you were renting because oftentimes you would go to you know, a Blockbuster or we had a Hollywood video over here. I don't know if that was, I think that was a regional thing. Um, and then you have like the mom and pop independent local, you know, movie rental places. Um, and oftentimes you'd go and they wouldn't always have what you wanted. I remember as a kid going to all-star video and, uh, picking up, uh, you know, either beta or VHS cassettes and, you know, you would get the new releases. I remember when Beverly Hills cop came out on, on tape. Did we call it tape back then? What did we call it? I don't remember. I don't think it was just videotape. Can someone tell me what did you guys call your your beta and VHS cassettes? Did you just call them tapes? We're gonna go. We get a video. We're gonna get a movie. You would just say a movie, right? Um, let me know. But um, yeah, you would go in and and they had all these '80s looking wire um, display cases, and then they would have like the ColecoVision. 
remember when ColecoVision came out uh, on display and you would, you, if there were no kids there, you'd be able to play for a little bit while your parents were choosing their, their crappy movies. Um, but they would have these little tags beneath each of the video cassettes that were on display and you would pull the tag off and it was like a little circular tag and it would with handwritten it would say vhs beta and then uh and then the name of the of the movie and you would take the tag off the the wire mesh like the crappy looking 80s wire mesh um display case and carry it over there and then you'd hand it to the person at the at the desk and they would go and get your movie for you um that was before people trusted people to do their own cassette carrying because then later you would go to blockbuster and they, they would actually have the cassettes you could rent behind the display cassette uh it's not a cassette the display video um but back then you couldn't be trusted to do that yourself so you had to carry the tag uh over to the case and maybe that's also because they didn't have scanners so i just answered my own question the scanner technology did not exist in the 80s people had to manually enter codes and names and numbers and all that stuff. God damn it. Now it feels like things have kind of changed a lot. Um, I guess they have with technology, but I'm still going to hold to my guns that the culture has not changed that much in the last 10 years. Um, I feel like this podcast is just becoming a fucking memory lane for me. It's like a nostalgia. Oh, remember when this was happening? Hey, remember when we did this? Um, fucking, maybe that's just something I'm going through now. I don't know. Um, all right, let's talk about... Uh, let's, let's shake it up and let's talk about... Um, or... Not let's, because this is not a conversation I established earlier. It's just me talking to you. Um, I saw a movie the other day, a couple weeks ago. Um, it was called The Old Man and the Gun with Robert Redford and uh, Sissy Spacek and Casey Affleck. And um, and it was directed and I think written by uh, David Lowry. I'm not sure. Um, David Lowry, who, who I really like. Um, I really like... I like the stuff he makes, um, but this film was 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 really so charming and uh, and so sweet, and um, it was like I don't want to say it was a small film. I don't know what that means. Like that I, to me, that doesn't sound. Oh, it's a small film. This was not like a small film. I mean, it wasn't a big budget action film. If that's what people say when they mean like a big film, it was not like an Avengers movie. It was like the opposite of that which I think is great. And I think we need more of those. Um, it was a super sweet, charming, uh, engaging story uh, about... And it, the plot is not so much the interesting thing about it. I mean, it was about a guy, and I think it was based on a true story, an older gent uh, played by Redford who just loves robbing banks and escaping from prison. And that's what he's been doing for pretty much his entire life. And that's what kind of rocks his boat. That's what fuels his monkey. Um, he just loves doing that. And so that's the story of just him kind of, you know, doing his thing. And uh, and then, I guess, falling in love or, or starting a relationship with uh, 
with Sissy Spacek. Um, but the relationship is not, I don't want to spoil anything if you guys want to see it. Um, the relationship is really sweet and, uh, but it's not so much that plot. It's, it's just the way that the, the film feels or makes you feel when you're watching it. And I haven't felt like that. I haven't felt like that from a film in a long time. Um, and maybe I'm just not seeing the right films, but I also feel like, you know, it takes a special kind of person to tell this kind of story in that way. Um, and all those people coming together to make this film, it, it's really, uh, it's really a, like a special kind of, I can't, I'm trying to think of words to, to describe it. Maybe I should have thought this out better. I don't know. Um, but I think the, I think the best thing I can say about it, and maybe I'll just leave it at this, is that it was, it just made me smile the entire time. The, it just made me smile the entire time I was watching it. It was just so charming. Um, the characters were so, the characters were just sweet. And, and there was nothing, even though he was robbing banks, there was nothing malicious about it. Or, I mean, you actually, and I think that's probably the whole, one of the big tenets of the film is like, even though this guy was robbing banks, uh, there was like a real sweetness about him. And um, there was a jazz-ish score, which I thought was great. I don't, you don't see that a lot. And I'm talking like a, just a real kind of classic jazz kind of feel. Um, the film takes place, gosh, I think in the early 80s. I don't exactly remember. But uh, definitely in like either late, late 70s, early 80s. Um, and the set design and the costumes and the cars and all that stuff uh, were like totally on point, right on the money. Um, and the fact, I think the best thing about it that kind of helps date it and make it feel like uh, that time period is the fact that it was shot on film. And I think it was like, like a 16 millimeter. I, I don't know. I'm throwing that. I'm just guessing based on the way it looked. Um, but it had that kind of old film look um, with the grain and it kind of, you know, it rode that, that look hard. So it totally, it totally put me in the mindset of like, of like the eighties. Um, and which is, which is great. And it's also hard to do. And I feel like nowadays people do that in films. They kind of like, it takes place in the seventies or it takes place in the eighties or the sixties or whatever, but it, it doesn't, even though you see the costumes and the, the set design and, and the cars and all that kind of stuff, it, it all kind of looks like that, but then it's shot on, on video and doesn't look like a film you would see from this, from the seventies. Um, and the great thing about this is like the entire, the entire way through everything about this film, the music, um, except for some of the editing decisions, which even those were kind of, I guess, kind of old school. If you think of like point blank, um, and films like that kind of cutting between two things and, uh, yeah. So fuck it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but go see this film. And my point of this, my point of this is go see this film because they need to make more movies like this. They need to make more movies like this that are sincere, that are pure, that are not cynical. Um, it's rarely do we find that anymore, but people who are just wearing their heart on their sleeve and 
and giving you an honest experience and a vulnerability. So let me sum it up. Let me sum up this movie review. And I, I promise I'll do more of these rambling movie reviews because I'm sure they're just right on point. Um, and probably succinct. Like this all could have been said had I thought about it in probably uh, two minutes. But instead, you get this, and my point of this, the takeaway from this as we drill down on this movie review is that they need to make more films like The Old Man and the Gun that are sincere, that are honest feeling, that are not cynical, that are have a level of vulnerability. And it's really, really sweet and charming. And go see the film. All right, I'm feeling a little sluggish this morning. Um, I'm going to end this here, and I'm going to wish you a great day, because to me, anyone who's listening to this is listening to it in the same time that I'm recording it, so it's early in the morning, and go have a great day, happy December, tis the season, and, uh, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, bye.